This is a Kitty Pod production. From Television City in Hollywood. Hey, man! Hey, gang, Jason Bullitt here with a special edition of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, a bonus episode, if you will. And we're getting ready for the big game. I just dropped episode number 176, where I kind of mentioned the Super Bowl. Actually, I did right at the end. But with the Philadelphia Eagles playing for the second time in the last five years, I figured we'd make it a flashback to 2018 when an old friend of mine, Bill Mullen, watched the Eagles' first ever Super Bowl victory when they pulled out the Philly Special to beat the New England Patriots in Super Bowl 52. I record this episode on February 11th, 2018, one week after the historic win. And once the parade had happened and all the Drunken Philly fans climbed up the greased lamppost and whatnot to celebrate the win. We got to talk with Bill Mullen over the phone. That's how long ago this was, folks. I can easily do it over Zoom now. So big technological advances as far as the production of this podcast has gone. But we're going to keep on the theme here. With the Eagles in the Super Bowl, let us now flash back to February 2018. A seemingly more simpler time. For the both of us. And here he is, Bill Mullen, talking about the Eagles' historic win in Super Bowl 52. Enjoy. What we're going to do right here is go back. Way back. Back into time. Welcome to a special edition of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the most above-average podcast ever to hit your ear holes. My name, of course, and as always, is Jason Bullitt. And if that came out with just a touch of a Philadelphia accent... You'll have to forgive me, because ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to not mince words here. I have a, another guest. I did a phoner recently with a good friend of mine from Saratoga Springs High School, Bill Mullen. Bill grew up in the Philadelphia area, actually grew up on the New Jersey side of the Delaware River, and he's been a Philadelphia Eagles fan all his life. In fact, he's a fan of uh, just about all the Philadelphia sports teams, so far as I can make out. The Eagles are his biggest fandom, however, and if you've been under a rock for the last week or so... The Philadelphia Eagles won their first ever Super Bowl recently, Super Bowl 52 this past Sunday, as a matter of fact, in a stunning 41-33 win over the New England Patriots, the defending champions. And uh, what we're going to talk about in this interview is Bill's thoughts as the season went on, this amazing season, his initial reaction when Carson Wentz, the quarterback, was put out for the rest of the season, Nick Foles came in, the crazy run the Eagles had during the postseason, and, of course, uh, the Super Bowl victory, how he viewed it, where he was when it all went down, and going to the parade in Philadelphia just four days later, taking in that site. In fact, I'm not going to waste my breath here, so no shout-outs, no sponsors, informal or otherwise. We'll get you to the interview right now.
Hold on, Bill. I'm getting you. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Bill? How you doing, bud? I'm good, I'm good. Hey, listen, hope I haven't caught you at a busy time, my man. No, it's okay. That's all right. Well, listen, uh, this is a, I'm addressing the listeners here. I just want to welcome to the Keep It To Yourself podcast, an old friend of mine, and somebody who a week ago at this time was probably pissing himself over how the Super Bowl was going to go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Bill Mullen. Bill, how are you, sir? I'm good, I'm good. I, I actually just... Started making dinner right here, so let me just. Okay, so hopefully I won't keep you away from the stove or the oven or whatnot very long. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, well, we got to talk about this Philadelphia Eagles historic season, man. I won't go game by game, but how did you feel going in with the season? Like, how, how did you feel like you had no idea that the Eagles were going to win the big one, much less uh, get there? Yeah, well, I mean, the way how Carson Wentz was playing last year, I yeah. thought that. Uh, you know, we, we would do really good, and uh, you know, a lot of people thought that uh, you know Dak Prescott was the real deal. Oh, but yeah, uh, after, after after watching both teams play, you know, I, I feel like that uh, Carson Wentz was really the real deal. You know? Oh yeah, when well, Dak Prescott he had that rookie campaign, then he just uh, fizzled out this past season. Well, I think the reason for that is because you know, when you have a running back who can run four yards a down, I mean, it, it, I mean, I, I could be a good quarterback in the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll bet yeah. you would. I mean, you, 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 no disrespect to Derek Pedrick, and if Derek's listening, big shout to you. You could have been a better quarterback than him in the Saratoga Springs High School football team way back when. Yeah, but, I had Zeke Elliott. Yeah, you had Zeke Elliott. Oh boy, world beaters. We beat Shen. We beat Columbia. Everybody. All right, so. I think it's about sometime during the season, Carson Wentz goes down with an ACL injury, out for the season, enter Nick Foles. What do you think at this point? Is it like, all right, season's over, let's prepare for 2018, or do you, you still have so, a like, oh, we're going to get very far? I think it was week 13 that uh, Carson Wentz went down 13, against yeah. uh, against Los Angeles. We were playing Jared Goff, and he went down, yeah. and you know, I was with my buddy who's a diehard Eagles fan as well. At, at a, we actually had a Philly bar here in New York. Oh, yeah. called, uh, it's called yeah. Shorties. They they serve cheesesteaks and all that. They but um, Shorties. So we we were we were watching the game and you know Wentz went down. We were hoping it was gonna be something temporary because he you know he still played and they threw the touchdown and then uh, I think he walked back to the locker room. But uh, you know a lot of times with those ACL injuries people can still walk and all that. So we weren't sure how bad it was, and we were like you know all right well you know, maybe the end of this game we can still pull it off here. Uh, you know, Nick Foles is known for not making mistakes, so all he has to do is just, you know, settle in and, uh, you know, let the running game do its job. But, That's right. Um, he actually did really well the game. He, I think he uh, was completing passes like, like a drive at the end there, and I, I think oh. he, you know, won the game for us uh, against Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. And then I think the next week – it's funny, actually. Um, I had just bought a Carson Wentz jersey the week before. Oh, yeah, I, I usually don't like to do that until like the players like solidified. Like, I waited a while for McNabb to, to buy a jersey from him, and uh, you know same thing with like Sixers players and all that, and like a hockey player. Before I buy a jersey, I want to make sure that the players solidified. You know, you, you know you can believe oh, yeah, he's going to be a star. Sure. On the roster. 
Yeah, so you know, I waited to buy the Wentz jersey, and I bought it right before the Los Angeles Rams game. And then he went down and injured. And I was like, oh, my God, I, I jinxed it. I jinxed it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, and, so that's what I was talking about before. Um, so, you know, we were there with my friend uh, Chuck. And yeah. um, he went down, and then Foles won the game. And then we actually had bought tickets because we wanted to see Carson Wentz uh, oh. play the Giants at Meadowlands. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so my, myself, my, my buddy Chuck, and then, like, Donnie and a couple other Philly guys, we all bought tickets. You know, Donnie Seal, we, uh, oh, we all bought tickets you. to see Big the Giants. Yeah, we all bought tickets to see the uh, Eagles play the Giants. Now, we were hoping to get a glimpse of, you know, the rookie Carson Wentz play. Or not the second-year player, you know, but our, our, our new franchise quarterback. And then, uh, and then he went down, and it was like, shit, man, what, what are we going to do? But, um, so, you know, we went out to the Giants game, and, um, and Nick Foles was kind of shaky at first. But you could see that, you know, he still had the talent to, to win games for us. And, um, you know, initially when, when, uh, when Wentz that went down, you know, a lot of the Eagles fans were like, oh, my God, the season's over. And a lot of, like, the sportscasters were like, season's over for them. You know, Nick mm-hmm. Foles is not going to do it for them. And then, you know, but I, I stayed optimistic. I was like, you know, Nick Foles, he was really great at not making mistakes. And I think this team's that great where, you know, he could be like a Trent Dilfer or like a Jeff Hostetler who can lead us to the Super Bowl as long as he just doesn't make mistakes. Well, he so, uh, he won't make a mistake. To, I don't make a mistake to that game. But then again, against the Giants, the way they were this past season, that was probably no mean feat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're, you're, talking, you're talking to a Giants fan right here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Being a Philly fan in New York, like Eagles fan, that's got to carry some element of danger I'm willing to bet. Yeah, it's. I imagine it's a lot worse for Giants fans in Philly because the fans here are, uh, you know, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty tame, I guess. The only yeah, people who really harass, the only people who harass you for wearing your team's jersey are like crazy homeless guys in the subway. <laughs> <laughs> um, you probably see a few of those living in, living down in New York. Oh, uh, definitely. Speaking of Super Bowls, just not to go off the track a little bit, but you actually grew up in uh, Audubon, New Jersey. That's the same hometown as uh, Joe Flacco. Yeah, Joe Flacco. Yeah. When Joe I try Flacco, and. Uh, Horn. Say it again. Joe Flacco, it's me doing a Boomer accent there, hon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got you there. It's like, I almost put you off. I was like, whoa, what? I almost blew your mind there, man. <laughs> that was good, Jeff. <laughs> All right, well, we that was a great season. Won the division. The Giants could hope for a season like that. But um, two key playoff games here. I'm going to go to the uh, divisional playoff against Atlanta. You had Matt Ryan, old Matty Ice down there in Philly. And... Um, what were your thoughts going in? Like, oh, Foles has got this on lock, man. Or you're like, well, I don't know. Matt Ryan and the Falcons, he's the defending NFC champions. So when they played the Raiders and when they played the uh, the Cowboys, it was 10 degrees in Philly. Oh, Nick Foles Philly. Looked, um, yeah, Nick Foles looked terrible. So people were, like, were like doubting his skills. But then I, you know, I really say to people, well, look at Dak Prescott and uh, Derek Carr's stats. They were similar oh, to Nick mm-hmm. Foles. Both quarterbacks on um, each team struggled because of the freezing weather. So when we were playing the Falcons, I think it was a little warmer. And I, you know, I was, I was saying, you know, he's going to do well because it's warm. He's going to do really well. And then I actually bought tickets with my brother Dave and, and Mike to go to the game. And we we had great seats. We were down in the end zone in the corner. So we, like, we saw the actual last play there at the end. Where, uh, oh, yeah, we were going. Yeah, we were 30 rows back from the field, so it was great. Wow, you're, you're but, like um, way up there off the nosebleed. Yeah, yeah. But I, it was supposed to be warm that day, but it, it was actually like 10 degrees out there, so you know, 20 degrees and windy. 
So I, I think oh, yeah. both quarterbacks, again, struggled, and I think our, our defense won the game for us. And the, the run game, I think, Jay, I think Jay Jai had a pretty good game. Jay Jai, so uh, there you go. The great running back coming to trade with the Dolphins. All that was right, a well, huge, huge, the, the, huge. The, the Jay thing, that, that was huge for them picking him up. I think that was like the final piece we needed to, uh, to be able to get over the hump. There you go, man. So, all right, well, I'll just gloss over the NFC Championship. You beat the Vikings in the submission. Really nothing to speak of there. So that mm. takes us to uh, one week ago This one week ago tonight, Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota, ironically. And um, I uh, it was quite the first half. It was a high-scoring affair, at least uh, as far as I can make out. And I was at a party down in Albany, uh, nice. house, and I uh, hit you up on the DM. And uh, I give you, I, t- I wanted to give you a little uh, halftime heat check, and you said <laughs> you just didn't want to think about the game right now. You're like, well, we're ahead, but I don't know, the other shoe might drop. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that second half, the way how Gronkowski and uh, Brady played, was incredible. That might have been how you think. I don't, I don't know what that sound was. You're like, whoa, something dramatic just happened. I just ratcheted <laughs> up the tension. It was sound effects to the podcast. <laughs> you put your own soundboard. Well done, sir. <laughs> All right. So I also texted a, a mutual friend of ours, one Adam Parada. He was over in L.A., and he uh, probably quoted James Brown so far as I can make out. I don't know what he meant by that, but there you go. James Brown, the uh, the singer or the, the, the sportscaster? I think James Brown, the godfather of soul. Remember him? The, yeah, yeah, the godfather of soul. The ball. I don't know what he meant by that, but anyway... I get back. I get back home after a while. I'm rushing home to see the game, and um, I saw the final play. The hail mary. Brady gets uh, the pass deflected in the end zone, and I was. I tell you what, man. I was very happy for you guys. Uh, a team other than the New York Giants could take down the Philadelphia, take down the New England Patriots. I know. Freudian slip there. Uh, my apologies. Yeah. <laughs> the NFC East so, teams. The NFC East. Yeah, third time that happened. So, uh, I mean, I was very happy for you, and uh, you thought you weren't going to be able to hold your liquor during the game. You must have been uh, almost drowning your sorrows when the Patriots scored that touchdown. So, yeah, to go ahead, when, I think it was like 24 or 23. Gronkowski, yeah, but Dacker saved the day. He and, did. Uh, that put the game on ice. And, uh, you know, it's crazy. I think his name was, uh, what was his name, Jesse James? I forget his name, but the tight end for the Steelers. That, Jesse, that, uh, Jesse James, I think, was his name, yeah. Yeah, Jesse James. That drop half, I thought that was crazy. But I guess that's, you know, the, the new rule, but uh, people were trying to compare that to Zach Ertz. And then oh. also they were they were trying to you know, compare uh, Des Bryant's drop. But I, I think that the, the big difference was he had both hands on the ball. I think yeah. he took more steps than the other uh, than the tight end for the uh, for the Steelers. But uh, yeah. it was definitely close. Yeah, this season been like trying to define what a catch is. Not been an easy feat by any stretch. Yeah, I think they're going to change that rule a little bit because uh, yeah. So look I out. think the Steelers should have won that game. Yeah, look out for more officiating height things in the season to come, folks. All right. Yeah. So now you were able to hold your liquor. I saw your Instagram post. That was quite. Uh, that was well, quite Jay. I, at Go the ahead. end there, at the end, I, I couldn't believe it. We were uh, we were. Speechless, basically, because it, it, it didn't happened. feel like it. You yeah. got the brass ring. Third time's a charm, my man. Yeah, yeah. At first, I didn't make any uh, any sounds at all. I, I just was in shock. I was like, wait a minute. Can Tom Brady still win this? Is, is there one second left? Like, what's going on? 
and then I, I just you know I swore a bunch and I apologize for that on my on my on my oh, Instagram you, thing. Oh, you probably drop f bombs, f bombs. Were, were people talking around you? Were you telling like was everybody quiet? Or were there a few people talking like, hey, everybody shut up, let's play the game? Yeah, we, we were you know we were all quiet and just uh, yeah. Just, you still come out, you can hear a pin drop. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Very anxious. Well, I'm glad you didn't uh, throw up out in the street or wherever. I mean, you were able to hold your liquor through the whole occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this takes us to uh, going to actually uh, actually going to Philadelphia for the parade, and that was this past Thursday as we record this. Yeah, that uh, was awesome. Give your insights on the whole experience, the old Reader's Digest condensed version. <laughs> so the, the, the parade was pretty crazy. Uh, they kept saying that you should get there early. So oh, yeah, I thought... they're going to shut down the septic trains like Seven seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, so I, I thought, okay, we'll get up at five o'clock. You know, get over there at like six, whatever. We'll take the train in. You know, we'll, we'll beat the traffic and we'll beat everyone over there. We get over to the train station. It's uh, the last stop off the Patco into Philadelphia. Oh, Patco. Yeah, so we, we took like, like the the last stop. Well, basically the first stop coming from New Jersey over to um, over to Philadelphia, and we get there and there was a line at, at five in the morning. I think it was five thirty. There was a line mm-hmm. about a thousand, a thousand people deep. It was crazy. It went way down the road and then came backward. And we actually got there a good time because I, I think if we got there a half hour, maybe an hour later, we definitely mm-hmm. wouldn't have gotten into Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. But so, in Philly, uh, they, where, so where did you actually uh, view the parade? Like, you see the buses go by with the, the Lombardi Trophy and all the Eagles players in there. Yeah, so I, you know, after two, uh, two and a half hours, we got into Philly. Yeah. And then, you know, waiting in line, and then the train took forever. We got into Philly, and then my father and I, we walked all the way to the uh, the art uh, museum where the Rocky Steps are. And the Rocky oh, Steps, yeah, uh, yeah, the Rocky Statue nearby, too. Yeah, that's where they were doing their, um, you know, the, the speech at the end there. And oh, so yeah. we we found some high ground on the right side. We were probably uh, about 100 yards from the actual steps mm-hmm. because uh, – I. You know, I wanted to get closer, but my my father's in his seventies, and I was like, you know, I'm not going to burden him. Yeah. You know, we'll stay back a little bit. Yeah. And so we uh, we found a, some high ground so we could see above everyone, and um, you know, we had a really good view. And then right behind us was the parade, the end of the parade route. So we got to see him on the bus as well. Oh yeah. So I tell you what, yours truly was in Philadelphia 20 years ago on spring break, and I did not go into the art museum, but I took a tour bus and I went right past the Rocky Steps. So I nice. know the area pretty well. Yeah. So there you go. All right. So uh, congrats once again to uh, the Philadelphia Eagles for winning the uh, Super Bowl. Hopefully they can do it again next year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bill Moen has been my guest. Uh, if you have anything to plug, go ahead because we're about to wrap it up here. So Ryan Taylor actually asked me if he could call in some time for your podcast. Oh, Ryan Taylor, yeah, he's probably yeah. got some stories. I don't know what he want to talk about, but <laughs> you'd have to find a topic for him, I think. Ah, right, well, we'll we'll try and work something out. I saw him at uh, Labor Day up at the track. Yeah, he could probably talk uh, horse racing with you or something. Right? Do, yeah, wait till like the Kentucky Derby comes up. That's not going to be for another several months yet. Yeah. All right, so that's good. Uh, Bill Moen, ladies and gentlemen, has been my guest. Um, I hope everything is well with you in New York City and continues to do so. And uh, thanks for coming on the Keep It To Yourself podcast. I truly appreciate it. Yeah, and Jay, how do we get your podcast? How do I uh, listen to this? Well, you can get it on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever they call it nowadays. 
okay. SoundCloud. It's on the TuneIn. And it's also on the uh, – I also have a little Facebook page going, and you're already signed on to that so far as I can make out. Yeah, okay. All, All right, well, Jay, thanks for calling me, buddy. All right, thanks, Bill. Take care. All right, everybody. we'll see you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you enjoy that episode, and hopefully I will get Bill Moen back on to discuss, well, at least the season. I texted him just today as I record this, and he's going to be out of the country for a wedding. If and when the parade happens, that all depends on whether the Eagles win or not. But hopefully Bill will be back, win or lose, for his sake, hopefully the former. But anyway, hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. Hope you enjoyed F-176 that dropped earlier. Enjoy the weekend, enjoy the big game, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye now.